You are listening to a message that was given at Living Word Chapel, Oracle, Arizona. It is our hope and prayer that God will use this message to speak to you and enrich your life. For more information, visit lwcoracle.org. What we learn from Joshua is that vision and courage go hand in hand. When God gives you a vision, it will always be bigger than you. And so God has to give us the courage to embrace and navigate that vision that God has placed before us. Just like 25 years ago when they, when they launched the church here, uh, they, it took courage, it took a step of faith for them to do so. And God has met the need where we've had to expand this building. We've added space, we've added a student center, we've added a children's center, and all of that has been through the provision and the love of God. We have seen almost 500 people, we're at about 440 people that have been baptized through Living Word Chapel, through, through God's blessings which I think is cool. And so it, it, takes, it takes courage to embrace the vision, and, and we see that in the life of Joshua. Um, we are going to go to Joshua chapter 1, and we're going to concentrate on verses 7 and 9. So if you have your Bible, go to, go to Joshua chapter 1. Uh, also, if you go to the Version Bible app, and go to the events page. You can see the outline there. And you also have a printed outline for those of you that, that uh, aren't on new version. But there are different on-ramps for you to, to connect. Uh, let me pray a blessing over, over the word and over the message as we, as we go there. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray uh, your hand of blessing and direction over my, my, my words and, uh, and my mouth, Lord God. As I, as I, put, as I speak this message... Uh, I pray that everything I say will honor you, will bring glory to your name. Father, as we talk about 2020 and how important that is to us, but not only to us, but to the world, we live in a, in a world that's, uh, that's so uh, broken. We live in a country, Lord God, that is so disunited. There's so much uh, divide, Father. We pray, Lord, that we can be a people meaning your people that can bring healing and hope to a world that's falling apart. But we can't do that without you. Holy Spirit, we open up our hearts to you. We ask for you to guide us, for you to empower us, for you to help us to make Jesus known. As you make him known to us in our hearts, let our hearts be passionate about making him known to others around us. So we pray for our circle of influence. We pray, Lord God, that you will begin to cultivate their hearts and bring them to a place where they desire the things of God. One person at a, at a time, let us reach people for your glory. And we pray this in Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. So God spoke to Joshua after Moses had died. And as I was looking at that picture uh, of 25 years ago, there are many in that picture that have gone to be with Jesus. And God spoke to Joshua, and he said this. He said, be strong and very courageous. Not just courageous, but very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. 
and do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. And if I were you, I would underline that where it says that you may be successful wherever you go because all of us want to be successful. He said, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Isn't it interesting that God confirms and reinforces that the way that we're going to be successful and the way that we're going to be prosperous is for us to follow the word of God. I don't think it's an accident that we are called Living Word Chapel because God's word is living. And then he says, be strong, be strong and courageous. Verse 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So I've got three, I believe, God-inspired motivators for courageous vision for your life and for our life as a body of Christ and the local church here in Oracle. And the first thing that I want to have you consider is, number one, courageous vision will always inspire you. When God gives you vision, he'll give you a passion. He'll give you a desire because he inspires us to do things that are greater than us. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live a mundane life. I don't want to live a complacent life. I want to live a life that is extra extraordinary because that's what God calls his people to do. So God said to him, be strong and be very, very courageous. And I almost said a word that kind of matches. Be very contagious. <laughs> because people that are, that are strong and that are courageous are contagious. And people that are fearful are also contagious. And people that fear, if you lead people with fear, you'll never go anywhere. When we went to Kearney, before Kearney came Hayden, and the elders and I made a trip over there to, to, uh, to Hayden, and on the way we had a conversation, and on that conversation there were the, I don't know about this, I don't know about this, but God had to put an inspiration in each one of the elders to say, you know what, we may not know about it, but if God is leading us, we will go. And because of that, we have been ministering now to a church that we merged with in Kearney. And God has brought people into salvation. And just this week, this is crazy, because of the strike that's going on at the Asarco uh, Copper Mine, we're providing, we are providing a, a, a dinner for those that have been impacted through the strike. And we put something out on social media, and we had an unprecedented 37 shares 
of people in the community on Facebook saying, we need to be there because Living Word Chapel is reaching out to us. But it takes strength and courage. You see, Joshua was going to face things in his life that were going to make him want to quit. How many of you in here have wanted to quit? How many of you in here has the devil put in your mind, you need to quit? You need to go someplace else. You you need to retreat. We need to really take a, a, a very hard look at those voices that are coming into our minds and those voices that are stirring our hearts. And that are telling us to retreat because God never says to retreat. God says be strong and courageous. Have you ever looked in the mirror and seen fear in your eyes? You ever talked to someone and seen fear in their eyes? When I walked into the church for the first time, I was like a deer in headlights. I didn't know God. But when the word of God was spoken, it spoke to my heart 25 years ago, right before they built this this building. Believe me, I was an unbeliever, didn't know Jesus. I walked into the church, the Seven Adventist Church, where they were meeting because uh, they could meet on Sundays because the Adventists meet on Saturdays. So they were renting that. And they were barely starting to build. And there was a foundation that was laid. They had the blocks that were laid. and And God took me there because I was the son of a plumber. And the grandson of a plumber and the brother of a plumber who was running from plumbing. And I went to the belly of a mine. Not the belly of a fish, but the belly of a mine, underground, trying to run from plumbing. And God spit me out of that belly in the mine and brought me to Living Word Chapel because my wife invited me. And I, re- I resisted to the core. I said, hey, I am a blank denomination. I will never go to another church. I did not know Jesus, but I was a blank denominationer. And I walked in the doors, and I saw people so happy and so excited, just like you. Crazy people for Jesus. And I said, they got to have a keg of beer in the back somewhere, because I've never seen people <laughs> happy like this without having a drink in your hand. I looked for the beer for about 15 minutes. Just kidding. (laughs) But what I found was new wine. The intoxication of the Holy Spirit that never leaves you with a hangover. And that bubbles inside of us with life. And for those of you that don't know this, the only class that I could not pass in my high school career was public speaking. And God has a sense of humor. (laughs) And every time I go before people, I'm saying, God, you know I don't like doing this. But I'll do it because you birthed a passion in me to bring glory to your name. God wants to birth a passion in you. He wants to inspire you to do things that you can never do. You see, Moses, before he died, he sent 12 spies to the land that Joshua would actually take the children of Israel into. And he took those 12 spies, and out of those spies, 10 of them had a different lens than the other two. 
Ten of them had a, had a, a, a lens of cowardness. And two of them had a lens that says, with God, everything is possible. And the Bible puts it like this in, in verse, uh, uh, in verse uh, 27. Uh, Moses said, we went to the land where you sent us. I'm sorry, the, 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 the report came back to Moses. We went to the land where you sent us, and it really is a land flowing with milk and honey. And then they showed them, here's some of its fruit. But the people who live there are strong, and the cities have walls, and they're very large. We even saw the de- descendants of Anak there, the Amalekites, live in the, in, in the Negev, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites, and all of the Ites live in the mountain region, and the Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and all along the Jordan River. And then in verse 30, Caleb stood up, and Joshua was a part of his team. They were partners. And Caleb told the people to be quiet, to quit complaining, to quit walking in fear, and listen to Moses. And there are some people in here that you've been walking in fear. You've been walking in complacency. You've been walking and you know what? God's not big enough for the political upheaval that we have. We're not here to be political. We're here to represent Christ. He said, listen to Moses, Caleb says. Let's go now and take possession of the land. We should be more than able to conquer it because we're going in the name of of God. So God will always inspire, inspire us. You see, our fleshly lens, and I'm speaking to someone right now, our, our, our lens will make us coward. It'll make us coward. You may be facing something today that's bigger than you, and that's a good thing. Because when things are bigger than you, they make you trust in God. They force you to trust in the one who's bigger. They give you a new perspective. But God's lens will give us courage. Our lens will make us coward, but God's lens will give us courage. And God wants to inspire you with a lens of courage to see things through his perspective. And there's nothing, nothing, no one that you'll face that is bigger than God. No situation, no circumstance, no matter what we face, it's not bigger than God. As I pan the audience and see some of you, you've seen the hand of God move in your, in your life. You've seen the hand of God move in your ministry. And some of you are facing something right now that God has allowed to happen. Not that God caused it, but God has allowed to happen so that you will grab a hold of his hand. In this great challenge, in this great difficulty... And he wants to give you new perspective. He wants to give you a new lens. He wants to inspire you to do greater than what you could ever do alone. You see, but not only does God give us uh, a courageous vision to inspire us, God gives us, number two, courageous vision to bring clarity into our lives. 
God didn't just give Joshua courage. He gave him a plan. And what I've seen with the Lord is that he's always given me a plan. God has given me a blueprint for success. And it's right here in the pages of the Bible. He said, be careful to obey all that I have given my servant Moses, all the law. Now, the beautiful thing about the law is that Jesus didn't come to abolish the law, but he came to fulfill the law. So in Christ, the living word, we have that ability to understand the words and the precepts of God in a way that bring clarity into our lives. He said, do not, ret- do not turn from it. Don't turn from the word to the right or to the left. And I'm telling you that there are voices that are coming at our, our lives that are trying to pull us in a lot of different directions and take us away from the word of God. Beloved, it's for us to never deviate from the words of the almighty God, but for us to submit ourselves to the words of God. And he says, don't go to the left or to the right because if you don't do that, you will have success wherever you go. You will have success wherever you go. I really sought the Lord for 2020 because I believe that we need God more now than we ever have before. And I was, I was going through, through uh, some devotion time and I came upon Joshua and I came upon this passage, and it, and, it, and, it, and it just jumped out. Just like going to Hayden jumped out at me when people would say, are you, why are you going there instead of to the other side? Why are we going there? I just believe God is leading us there. He's not done. We'll, we'll talk about that. He's not done leading us. He's just beginning. But have you noticed that you have to be obedient with the small things before he'll give you the big things? That's why giving is so important because, you know what, that's small to God. You know, God, God has eternal riches that are, that are uh, you know, way beyond us. And these temporary riches that we have and we enjoy in the United States of America, those are just temporary. But he wants to see how we are going to in, uh, use what he's entrusted into our lives. But the Lord spoke to my heart, and, he, and I really saw it better than I've ever seen before, that, that the Lord going into 2020, he wants us to be a church where we love and we empower and we transform people with and through the living word of God. Because I believe more than any other time, I believe that our world is going to be filled with all kinds of different messages that are going to lead people to deviate from the great message of the everlasting and living God. And God is calling us. And God led Bob Cannon to change the name from Tri-Community Fellowship to Living Word Chapel. God ordained that, and I believe it with all my heart, because of 2020. Because there was going to come a time that we really had to be anchored in the Word of God. And to be a church where we 
love people the way the Word of God tells us to love people. Where we empower people the way that the living Word shows us that we can be empowered. And to transform, as we talked about Daniel Rodriguez becoming, uh, uh, launching this clean life, and 26 years of him being transformed through God and being set free, that we will see many, 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 many more people that will be set free. God told Moses, study this book of instruction continually. Beloved, we need to be people of the word. We need to be people of the word. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it. You will never be able to obey the word of God if you never read the word of God. You will never be able to walk in the word of God if you don't internalize the word of God. He says, only then, only then, only as you read, Joshua, I don't care how strong your army is. I don't care how multiplied your, your, your army is. I don't care the arsenal that you have. Only then, only when you read the word of God will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. And I believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I believe that as we internalize the word of God, that we will prosper as his people. I believe that we will succeed as his people. But let me ask you a question. What is taking you away from being uh, in the word of God, from you meditating in the word of God? What is keeping you from that? And I'll tell you that that is not as important as the word of truth. Can I give you an action step? Can I give you a takeaway? God's word will always lead you clearly and it will always bring success. You see, God's word, God's word, it doesn't change. Our opinions change on a daily basis. Our feelings change on a daily basis. I'm out of time. <laughs> I'm out of time. I'm going, to give you, I'm going to give you point number three real quick. I'm looking at the clock right now. The third, the third uh, thing about courageous vision, is it, it will always bring assurance. You have to know that you know that you know. You know, when, when, when I've set out to do the things of God, when I've set out and God has led me to do his things, he always leads me back. I say, Lord, I, I don't know about this. Lord, I don't know about this. And he always says, didn't I tell you I'd be with you? He said, haven't I commanded to, to Joshua, haven't I commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And how many of us need to know that when God puts you on a path, when God puts you on a track, when God places you in to do something for him, he will promise to be with us wherever we go. I'll end with this scripture. When God gave the, Jesus gave the great commission, when God gave the great commission, he said, go and make disciples of all nations, every tribe, every ethnicity. I think we need to value 
We need to value diversity, ethnical diversity. We need to value um, uh, age diversity. Wouldn't it be crazy if we valued diversity? I mean, we really valued it. I sat under an African-American brother that preached. Dr. Harold Lewis was preaching to me on diversity and biblical diversity and how to reach multicultural people. Wouldn't it be crazy if we had different political parties represented here and everyone would say what's important to us is for us to represent Jesus. See, but for some of us, that's too big for God. He said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teach them. And that's going to be a centerpiece of this, of this vision 2020. Teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And then Jesus says to the disciples, because Jesus is God, he says, surely I will be with you to the very end of the age. You see, Jesus was with the church, the first deacons that were installed in Acts chapter 6. Did you know that Jesus was there? The Holy Spirit was there? And can I tell you that here in 19, uh, uh, 2019, going into 2020, can I tell you that Jesus is here? And in every church that is named the name of, under the name of Christ, that Jesus is there? We're just a part of the body, but Jesus is here through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, beloved, my prayer is that we will be inspired, that we will see things clearly, and that we will be assured through the Word of God that if God is for us, who can be against us? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for God-inspired vision, which comes through faith in Jesus Christ. I pray that you give me and us the ability to see through your God-enhanced lens as we approach 2020. Empower me and empower us to embrace your courageous vision for my life, for our lives, and fulfill the purpose and the plan that you have for us. We pray this in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus Christ, and everyone in the house of God said amen, and amen that stand up and worship him because he's... This has been a message from Living Word Chapel. We hope that you've been blessed by it. Make sure you check out lwcoracle.org for more information.